Hello and welcome to the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag, the Onion Bag podcast. I am Liam Caffrey, Dom Aberdeen, Jack Ostwick, and we're here to bring you your weekly instalment all about the world of football. On Spark. Hello and welcome to another instalment of the Onion Bag podcast. I am Jack Ostwick and today I'm joined by Dom Aberdeen. How are you, Dom? Hello, mate. I'm alright. How are you? And once again, Liam Caffrey. How are you, Liam? Hello. How are you, Jack? You I'm brilliant. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, we're here five sentences in, man. What's all this about? <laughs> here to bring you another instalment of football over the last week, coming off a weekend of FA Cup action. Spark. So last week we did file some FA Cup predictions. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how we got on with it, got on with them. Dom, you've got them written down, haven't you? I have. Uh, I'm going to leave a certain team for last because you know I can segue us into something else. But we'll start off with uh, Man City Arsenal. Uh, we all said City, and we were all you know, correct. starting off strong, we got it. We got it right. Tell City. you what, it, what, it wasn't the game I thought it was going to no, be. No, I thought it was going to be high scoring. It mate. was quite poor. Well. It was quite a poor quality game, but um, I'm sure we won't see that in the Premier League later in the season. Do you still think about what we said last week of whoever wins that game wins the cup, and whoever loses it goes on to win the league? I just still no, think that's too it, easy to. I don't think City will win the cup, but I still think Arsenal win the league. Yeah. Who have you got? Uh, I've got um, some team from uh, the northeast to win the. No. <laughs> the only one left. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. No, no. Um, I, I do think City will win the cup. And Man United's done the cup. Aye. 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 I, I, City or Man United will win it, and then Arsenal will win the league for me. Fair shout. Fair no, shout. I'm, I'm, I'm with them on that one. But uh, Walsall, Leicester. We said uh, Leicester, but there's a, a little <laughs> inkling to this one. No. Not you. Not you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Liam Caffrey uh, even got the goal scorer right. And he would be absolute FA Cup player. In How the actual, that? You said Kalachi loves a FA Cup game. Do you know what it is? Like, literally minutes before we came in like the studio, I was just looking at my phone and like, I seen his stats for the um, FA Cup. It was something daft like 14 games, 11 goals or something stupid like that. So I was like, yeah, he's just going to score again, isn't he? And uh, I say, every time I see him in the FA Cup, he just seems to score. Did you put anything on it? No. Sure. Please gamble responsibly. Yeah, gamble responsibly. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that'd have been worth a punt. All right, uh, fair play for you to get that uh, that little extra bit in the prediction line. Fair play. Uh, we all said Leeds to win, and uh, Leeds did in fact win. Southampton Blackpool. I was outvoted. The Saints did, in fact, win. So you two were right. I thought they'd be a uh, a bit too focused on another cup competition, which mm-hmm. they're no longer in. But we'll, <laughs> you know, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, <laughs> Ipswich Burnley, we all said Ipswich, it would turn out to be a draw, but we'll have to see uh, what happens in the replay. The, Burnley will them in the replay. I'm not Do you reckon? So we're Ipswich at home, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Burnley. No, no, I, I, didn't watch I, the, I didn't watch the highlights, so I don't know how, like. It was 0 0 or 1 1. It was 0 0. It was 0 0. Yeah, well, I, I, I just found So uh, really, our prediction of <laughs> Ipswich, like, causing an upset, that's kind it's of. Still on, it's still on. It's still on, and we're like. We're didn't think Burnley win, basically. Yeah. We all said um, Luton would wipe the floor with Grimsby turn out <laughs> to be a draw. How wrong were we? Two was each. A good game, that'd be fair. Good game. We started off strong though. We got a we got four for four. Ipswich is still in it and uh, Luton is still in. So technically, right. so we still could be technically right. not wrong. Um, Blackburn, Birmingham. We all said Blackburn. Uh, Blackburn won the replay. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they drew the original, but they won the replay. So that I'm gonna I'm gonna give us that. Uh, that counts as a win. That counts. <laughs> a win's a win. We're, we're going as who? To be fair, I do think I said blues on that one, so I'll all be hands up. I did. I did say. So it doesn't win. matter how you score them. That's what I say. So for this, we're going. If they go through, then that means we're correct. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> a win's a win. A win's a win. Uh, Take skimmers. <laughs> 
Sheffield against uh, Fleetwood. We said Sheffield, but it ended up to be a draw. Again, we'll have to see what happens in the replay. It's still on. Uh, Preston Spurs, we all said uh, a draw. We did we, say a replay. We said a replay, then yeah. Spurs. So How wrong were we? That was 3-0. Yeah. I just think we wanted to see some upsets. I know. Like, yeah. Everyone gets like that before FA Cup again. They're all like, hey, you never know, you never know. But mm-hmm. then some teams just come up with the goods. Yeah, some teams just wipe the floor. Uh, United Redden, we got United Rice. So you, you, you said you made a point of saying that'll just be a bar and two three 0 wouldn't it? Uh, like, yeah, I, I said uh, like that'll be three 0 Man United at home, easy. Well, I was very yeah. close to being right again, yeah. but uh, I knew that like, I knew they'd score like three goals and it'd be a boring game. Like three goals isn't a boring game when you look at it, but like it is a boring entertainment game. wise. It's, aye, it's not entertaining. Aye, it they've, like, they've ended up with another. Like just boring hunter. I think it's West Ham at home. Like it's just like, oh my god! No. Every time she's a boring, and it'll be on telly. You can guarantee it. But uh, a game that wasn't boring and uh, brought the shock. Brighton Liverpool. We all said Brighton were gonna uh, we're gonna, gonna go. win. Last minute. That was some goal. I want to talk about goal. that second touch where he just. Joe Gomez to the shot. Just <laughs> absolute he was, shot. He was doing keep you up. He's in his own. Oh my word! And then the finish. Ridiculous, isn't it? Brilliant goal. And, uh, to be fair, that wasn't like I say that goal. And I was like, yeah. "Well, it didn't really shock me." Like it didn't shock us, but yeah. they're just the the time when it came. You're yeah, like, oh, good, God, good to see. I switched the telly on on that channel like a minute before that free kick, <laughs> and like it was just it was just amazing. Like his, his touch, you know, he's got a PhD in how to skill someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, how mad is that? Yeah, he has got a PhD in taggers. Uh, like. It's just crazy to me that like he was playing university football like a year ago. Something like that. It's crazy, isn't it? Brighton scouts, you've hats off to them. Like yeah. they've got some squad Unbelievable. there. Unbelievable. Nah, they're starting to uh, put on the right paper, saying a push for Europe's on the cards for them. Why not? I don't say why not. I why don't not? say why not either. They're a very exciting team. We've got World Cup winners these days. Mm-hmm. I think he's quality as well, McAllister. Try and tell a Brighton fan, uh, like five years ago, <laughs> that they'd have. A World Cup winner whilst playing for them, hmm. just absolutely ridiculous. But uh, the first one we properly got wrong was uh, Stoke versus Stevenage. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Borough were not uh, able to base. They equalised. They did. The uh, hope was there, but I feel biased. We just hear Stoke. We made that very clear. But uh, that strike for the second goal of Stoke. Wow, just wow. want. I remember. I, mean, I say this all the time, but I remember watching him for Shrewsbury against Liverpool in the FA Cup when they drew two-two, and I thought he was going to be like the next big thing. Him, like he was fat. I think he got man of the match as well. It was when uh, what's he called? Jason Cummins. He scored two he scored goals. Twice, yeah. It was that game, and I was just like, he was just Maradona and like uh, for being you on that. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and uh, he clearly hasn't lived up to the potential I thought he had, but like that was some goal that yesterday. Oh. Showed his quality. Next pearls by as well. Next oh, Pearly. <laughs> Oh well, they're not in the cup, so. <laughs> uh, uh, Derby West Ham, we said West Ham and Monday night under the lights. They did got what? The job done. I we thought did. I said Derby. No. Oh, wait, no, we did. Sorry. No, 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 we said West Ham. Are we sure? I, might have agreed. I, I remember saying Derby, though, I think. I, think I, I might have been outvoted. I definitely said West Ham. Oh, well, then you got it right, mate. No, right. There you go, then. But, uh, so that's me right again. Uh, <laughs> Wrexham, Chef United. We all said Wrexham and we Last were minute. And you always were so close seconds, to being right as well. Seconds away from being right. What a what a game. I know, that was some game that quality get out of this. I mean, there was some 
National League defenders on display. Oh, you can tell, but like <laughs> you I can f- tell the leagues above. <laughs> so it was just like you couldn't help but like. I thought it was just a typical magic of the cup. Yeah, deal out, but cup then moment. Sheffield United just showed the quality that they have, and then they've got. Uh, when did they play each other? This Tuesday. 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 I, I can't see them winning. I can't see Max and winning. I think that'll be an easy game for. Sh- I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But I think that'll be an easy game for. Sh- Hopefully the fairy tale does go on for uh, Phil Parkinson's men, but uh, we'll just have to see how that goes on in there. Finally, which segues us into a nice bit of bias waffle. <laughs> Fulham versus Sunderland again, on ifs and buts. That close. If Abdullah Barnier the offside run. <laughs> 15 oh, year old Chris we'd be Rigg. talking about Leeds at home Chrissy Rigg young, youngest ever scorer he would have been 15 years old do you know how like imagine that moment man I know we're in uni but like do you know how old that makes me feel he's 15 and he's kicking ball it's ridiculous it's absolutely insane and like what a moment that would be you talk he's, about like magic at the cup he moment st- he still like got his moment but he just got taken away from it at the last second like he, he thought he'd scored at, he least, at least for his sake he got to think that he scored yeah, and yeah. Got that feeling. That's but, just, it must be so upsetting but uh, I tell you what if it, uh, it wasn't on telly but if any neutrals managed to somehow watch the game what a game it we was we actually got game of the day on Sky Sports yeah, yeah unbelievable game of football like end when stuff mm-hmm. we matched and went toe to toe with the Premier League team for the most part without a striker on the pitch ah, it was entertaining as well we did absolutely brilliant when uh, when Clark scored like six minutes in it was just pandemonium absolute bedlam absolute in the away end carnage I remember when uh, like going back to Chris Rigg I remember when he uh, when he well when he scored he came up on my phone that he'd scored on a uh, fop mob this is not sponsored by the <laughs> <laughs> it came up on fop mob that he scored and I was in uh, Phoenix in Newcastle because mm-hmm. obviously didn't go at the match and I uh, couldn't get it on the telly. I was in Phoenix in Newcastle. I was getting, going mental around around Phoenix <laughs> with all these mag runners. <laughs> and then I just looked at their thing. I was like, oh, this is loud. I was absolutely wounded. But it's like, it's crazy to me. He's my little cousin's age and he's just done that. I, he's my brother's age. You're like, it's just it's wild. ridiculous. It is wild. Like Where did we go wrong? <laughs> Where did we go wrong? We need to do anything. We can't keep all doing like, you know what it is? Mags like, are sniffing around. These days, if like uh, and this is like a totally different like um, this is besides the point but like if someone makes the debut at like 20 year old now it's considered like old, old isn't it mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. it's not it wasn't probably wasn't that out of the question a few years ago but now like you got people like Chris Rigg at 15 we had uh, for someone Callum Doyle last year he was 17 when he played for us uh, exciting young team exactly but like it's it's just mad how 20 year old making your debut is like old you know what I mean? It's crazy now. It's the amount stupid. of young talent coming through at every club, really. It's great to see, though. It's really good to see. I love to see it. Um, I know. I love to see youngins getting a chance in that. But, uh, hi. It's just weird. It's yeah, I think the replay could hold. Well, you said replaying a sun and win. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right. So, that. your prediction's still on the cards. Uh, I don't know. Just I don't know if we can do it or if we can replicate it all again. Well, I, I have noticed. Really have sure. you seen how many tickets are left? Or... It's terrible absolutely either. shocking I'd take this one uh, well so if you go on the app you'll see like all the seats that are left yeah yeah and it's like a good amount yeah it's ridiculous but I remember when uh, we played Chelsea in the um, League Cup quarter final oh. see how empty the seat was was oh, there's no one there I never understand it right you see all these clubs that like, you see like teams like Everton like Aston Villa when they played Stevenage in the third round oh. Villa Park full but I have, I've, we can't even like sell out our low ball I, I, I don't 
really get There's it. There's not even a single section yeah, sold no. out. If you zoom in, right, you can see like little yeah. dots. Let, let's have a look in the road ground. That's ridiculous. That's supposed to be like the main end. It's crazy, isn't it? I don't. I just don't and understand why people. Be, most of them will be season tickets, there. If you've got any Sunderland fans listening to this who aren't going to the game, I encourage you to go. Get, get behind the lads. Don't watch it on the telly. Get yeah. yourself down. Get behind the lads. We've got a, a potential fifth round tie against Leeds, which is a massive game. Get yourself to the game. You get Pull out the lads. points for it as well. It's um, it's half price. For it's adults. cheap. Yeah, the price and is brilliant. If, if you want to be cheap. Che- if you want to be cheeky. Just get a kid's ticket. They don't check. It's only five. <laughs> oh, don't, maybe just, maybe that. don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> let's not take the That's what I've done. <laughs> Fifteen quid for a ticket. I don't know if some representatives are listening. To this. Uh, if you listen, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't don't get on your eye, arse. But in all seriousness, like the don't watch it on the telly. Don't get watch there. it on the telly. Football was meant to be watched in person, not on the like, telly. Even if you just I've zoomed in, so like just look at that. It's mainly blue. You know. Terrible. And we pride ourselves on our support, uh-huh. and the state of that is shocking. Well, I, th- good, I think it? our home support at times can be absolutely shambolic. Our away support is always, always immaculate, but yeah. at home I'm just like, it's, poor, it's a bit tin pot. I think we've spent too long in League One sometimes. The, the attendances are still great, apart from like this. The right. attendances are always good, but sometimes the atmosphere can be uh, left to be desired. It's terrible. I just, I don't get it sometimes. The fact that we we claim to be this really well supported club and then we've got a massive game in the season we can't even like get the, get you would get like, I'd, I'd sort of get it if we were playing like freaking Grimsby Aye. I'd get it like if we had Shrews, it's home. a Premier League team and a good Premier League team of that you're getting to watch a good, a good Premier League team a good championship team that's what I was about to say like we are playing fantastic at the minute Who I, I love watching Sunderland when I can so I do it every, every chance I get it makes Nay sense at all. I would have understood this a few years ago in League One with Phil Parkinson and that. But like these days I can't understand why you wouldn't want to go on the match. Wild, I understand that people can't afford it, but there's there's ways around that. Ah, it's, it's ridiculous. You know, nevertheless, you would it's just at the end of the day we're only saying this because we want to see our club like do well. It brings money through the door as well. Mm-hmm. Like the amount of money like well Maybe it's not for a team outside, but it for l- teams lower down the the pyramid, like tickets can like oh. make it. Like when you think of uh, Marine versus Spurs, how many digital tickets got for that? Like it gave Marine so much money and so much like even like just exposure. I just don't understand the what not. I got like atmosphere can, especially at a club like ours, atmosphere can really. Help. Change your game. It, it can make it, it or can break our performance. But like. if we're going to be sitting there in a soulless ball on Wednesday night, what's the point? Like we're probably going to get like our turned over. Mm-hmm. I just, <sighs> especially if there's like give them a chance. If there's only a few people and, and like mate row comes on, like he's going to be laughing his head off. He's probably going to go score for five. <laughs> He'll laugh it all up. I think it's guaranteed him to score on Wednesday. Neil done like it. It's the way when he came on on Saturday, I just scary. thought scary. That was that every time he got the ball, I had to look away. He's a very good player. Like he's, an, I don't know. he's already scored against us before in the derby, <laughs> in the famous one-one win. <laughs> Newcastle's biggest win over Sunderland. He, in 10 he does years. love one, a game one. against Sunderland, though, and that's the one thing that makes me very nervous. If I'm completely honest, I don't think we've got it in us to get the job done in the right play, regardless of how many people come through the door or not. I think if we get a good people, good atmosphere, I think we'll beat them. So do I. Honestly, do. We were played against Fulham. 
on. I think the way we play, if we play like that Wednesday, I think we'll put it. There. I just. I think the opinion will change after Millwall tomorrow. I'm very pessimistic. I don't. I just don't have any confidence about this tie at all. I know we have literally. We 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 can't. Well, when you think about it, we've got no striker for the game, and if we beat Fulham, we haven't got a striker for that either. Mm-hmm. Because Joffy's cup tie for that as well. Mm. So, so we could be relying on Ahmad to uh, step up again and go up front, which get I remember, up top. <laughs> no, but uh, I remember watching him against like Blackpool and that when Stuart and Sims were both injured at the same time. And he just looked lost, didn't he? Mm, yeah. He was. He doesn't look half the player that he is, and that we've been watching the last few months. So I don't know what we're gonna do. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully a team like Fulham will actually come out and play and leave space and. But that's that's your that's your only our only hope really. But I think if we get a good attendance behind the door, uh, through the door, sorry. So let's we'll let's them. have our predictions. Let's get off get off this. One nil next time, Sunland. I'm saying three one Fulham. Boom. I'm gonna go two nil the lads. Again. <laughs> you said that last time. No no no. I'll go one nil the lads. I, I don't get us wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. But I just I can't say. And for Millwall tomorrow, I'm just I don't know. I feel like. I think we'll beat. beat I think Millwall. we've got a better chance of beating Millwall than we do Fulham, obviously. But it's just, I hope it's not playing the back of my mind the fact that we don't have a striker. We don't have a striker. Hmm. Well, we have Gellar, we do have one tomorrow, but we don't we have, have Gellar, one. Gellar, but in the bigger game we don't have one. Then speaking of uh, striker, would you say it's a bigger game? What, what this FA Cup game or our, our, our Champions League? Oh, Champions League. Champions League. God, I'm getting uh, carried away there. Uh, our Championship games. Like, would you rather us? Win on? Would you rather us win on Saturday or win on Tuesday? Tuesday. Really? Mm. I, I would doubt if we'll play on Tuesday. Like, are we playing on Wednesday? Do we play on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, I fell for it though. Would you rather us win on Saturday or win on Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> I just don't really. Uh, I'd rather win Saturday, mate. Nah. But set up a tie with Leeds. Leeds at all. I know it would be good, but like. I just, I just look. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to win the FA Cup. We're not going to win the FA Cup. We're going to win the league, though. Yeah, but we're trying to do as best as we. We're not going to win the league, but we can get up there, get in the playoffs, no, maybe. Yeah. So I think these points on the board are more important than getting the next round for me. Yeah, I get that. But it is still important, and I think we're going to win one nil. I'm just an absolute sucker for cup runs, like, like last season when we got uh, when we got Arsenal in the the cup near Christmas. I was that was one of my favourite away days. That I was absolutely buzzing because I just love when we do well in cups. Because we get a show like, especially when we've been in the lower leagues, it gets gives us a chance to like Draw have a crack. Gone. Yeah. Like before, before we just shipped like three in like the in like twenty minutes. I thought we were in that. Actually. We were in that game when uh, Embleton hit the bar while we were two one down. Broadhead. Like we can we can show what we're that we've got quality. It's just obviously just want to give it a crack. And that's what I like about it. But hopefully we win both games because. We are absolutely desperate. And moving on to striker gate, that deadline day was a hard um, experience. Have you um, listened to that Christian Speakman? I've seen what he said. The podcast. He says that we were after a few people, but the um, the offers weren't right. Like the the there was issues with like the offers we were making, but they did have people who were trying to get. But there was other people that could have got. That won't have fit, fitted our system. Did he did he name drop at all? Or? No, not at all. Well, he did. He was talking about Ellis Sims that they were trying oh. to get them, but like other than him, like he says that he doesn't want to just be throwing money about, and like get a striker. I yeah, respect that though. Get a striker who 
isn't going to fit our system. He might score a few, but he's not right for Sunderland. So I I I respect that mate that he's sticking to his guns because we have got a striker, and our main focus at the start of the season was staying in the league, and we've got such a young team. We'll go for it next year. We'll go for it next year. We'll go for it next year, and we will get a striker eventually. Stewart will come back. Hopefully, he'll sign a new contract. I think it's. I'm really confident in him, me personally. Right, and Speakman or Galhart? Uh, Speakman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have full faith in what he's doing. I like what he's doing at the club. Um, so. Well, I when you think I, about I do the think team. It, it's poor not to bring a striker in. No, but I think he, he was explaining that he was trying. Yeah, he was yeah. trying. And the, he was offering that what we felt they were worth and the, uh, the clubs who were going. Like, the clubs that were. Obviously, it's still like frustrating, it. but, like, it's not like he wasn't. It's not like he was sitting yeah. home having a cup of tea watching Deadline D on the telly, right. you know what I mean? He was, he was trying his own. Oh, I should probably do something, in fairness. <laughs> no, but like, I get that, yeah. You, you can see both sides, especially like, yes, it's hard to like Simon, but also it's frustrating to supporters as a fact that. But we're in a difficult position in the sense yeah. that teams are going to up their price knowing we are desperate for a striker. Like they did right. with uh, right. Will Grigg. Yeah. Made us pay 4 million going. for how many goals? Exactly. Look to be fair, I'm glad we didn't do that again. Huh. But um, no, I think of the. Like you say, you got respect for uh, for Speakman. Think of the the team he inherited when he f- when he first came in, and look at the players he's brought through. He's the best thing to to our club for a long, long oh, time. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Just, I don't think like people can not the model or whatever. It's just ah, uh, I think he can rarely put a foot wrong. But obviously, it is a very frustrating position to be in when your uh, your best striker is out for the rest of the season. And we could only get Joffy through the door. But this yeah. is sorry for interrupting. Yeah, but no, this no. is the team that uh, Christian Speakman inherited, like the squad. So we've got Will Grigg, Aidan O'Brien, Charlie White, Aidan McGeady, Dan Nail, Grand Ledbetter, Elliot Embleton, Josh Scowan, Luke O'Nine, Lyndon Gooch, Chris Maguire, Max Power, Denver Hume, Callum McFadden, R. Bennett, Jim Adjley, Dion Sanderson, Bailey Wright. Jordan Willis, Tom Flanagan, Conor McLaughlin, Anthony Patterson, Remy Matthews, Lee Burge. Only the six people, well, Bailey Wright's gone out on loan, but yeah. there's still five people at the club from that absolute <coughs> horror show. And then Just, five of the, 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 the best five one. on that list. Yeah. Like, you know what got, I mean? I, I wouldn't want to do a swap for anyone else on that list. That's this is sure. the team that we have now. Ross Stewart, Leon DiGiacco, Linda Gooch, Patrick Roberts, Ahmed Diallo, Jewison Bennett, Jack Clark, Embleton, Pritchard, Alex Pritchard, uh, Corey Evans, Abdullah Barr, Dan Nail, Edward Michu, Luke O'Neill, Niall Huggins, Tri Hume, Dennis Sergan, Bailey Wright, Danny Bath, Dan Ballard, Adjie Alicia, Alex Bass, Anthony Patterson, and then, not on this list, but we've now got um, Lahaji, Lahaji, Joffe, Kenwa, Joffe, and Anderson. Anderson. It's light years. How people can say he's not ahead. done a good it job is light is and dear. beyond me. Absolutely light years clear of what we had. And uh, he's done a brilliant job. And you can't he'll make mistakes along the way. Two teams, they're chalk and cheese. He'll make mistakes along the way, as as every owner well, yeah. does. But no one's perfect. And how, how young is that team? That, that, team, that, team, that team is team. only going to get better. Oh, yeah. It's, it's beautiful, but... Um, I think... Our biggest thing is not per se getting uh, people through the door, it's injuries. Yeah. I think that's we our do biggest thing. Like, 
because Corey's out for the season, Roscoe's out for the season. It's thing is with uh, I, I feel like is the case. So we've got we're a very injury prone team at the minute. So like we're going to be getting these young players in who might be sitting on the bench. This is what I feel like might be a problem. These players are going to be sitting on the bench most of the time, but when they get injured, they'll get a chance. Well, don't get us wrong. Tony Mowbray gives them chances, but like their main reason for coming in is probably like. Like a backup deck in case Corey Evans gets injured, which he has. But like young players with like who've been at like Premier League academies and that won't like that will they? They'll want to be playing all the time, which could be a good thing because they'll want to prove themselves and get into the team. Yeah, or it could be a bad thing and like make them spit the dummy out. But we've we've done well with a lot. We have done very well so far. Adji, Dan Ballard, all these come from Premier League academies and they're happy. And Adji and Ballard are nailed on starters pretty much now. Equa came on the other day and was. Was good. I think it was good. It was, um, you you got loads of players like that, and we're we're, we're just inheriting all this. That that Equit had never played a professional football game in his life. He comes in in his first available match. Sunderland he plays nearly scores as well. Yeah, I'm exactly. So, yeah, we have we have done excellent so far in that. But I feel like it could happen with a few players. Yeah, maybe. Well, so don't. I'm just saying, don't expect all of these young signings to be as good as like the ones that we've gotten so yeah, far. No, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, like it's not gonna be perfect ten every time, but like you've got to put credit where credit's due. Really, we've had very few misses so far. Yeah, in the signings. That's what I mean. Where Sunderland lives. Okay, so on Tuesday the transfer window did come to a close. It was a very, very good one. I mean, it's seen one club very active in the Chelsea, three hundred twenty-three million spent in total. <sighs> Pretty sure it added up to more than the other, the the four of the other top five leagues combined, which is absolutely I mean, maniac. It must be nice to have that kind of money where you can just splash it around and stuff like that. I mean, spent not in total, not in a one lump sum, but there's fees rising to um a hundred million on two players with Enzo Fernandez, who personally I believe is a brilliant sign. I'm a big big fan of Enzo I Fernandez. You know, I think. Yeah, the whole reason they made that sign is because he won that uh, young player of the tournament. I don't think he deserved it. I think he deserved. Who was the striking player for uh, City? Alvarez. Alvarez. I think he deserved it, me. <sighs> I think he was better than him. I think Enzo Fernandez is an absolutely brilliant player. I've watched him a lot for Benfica and Champions League this season, and I kept a good eye on him on the World Cup. And what a player! I think he'll flop. Huge player. I think yeah. he'll be absolutely what was brilliant. Hundred and six million pounds. It's about hundred and twenty euros. 120 billion euros, yeah. That's ridiculous. For me, I think it, it, it's a lot of money, but it's an investment, a long-term investment. I think it's, he's absolutely a brilliant player. I, mean, I think he solves come, their problem of creativity. He I wants really to do. come good. It's at 10th in the league. Oh, yeah. Splashing that kind of money, bro. And then you've got people like Mudrick and... Mudrick. Uh, Mudrick, can I just say? Uh, he's a transfer score. I will say. Um, how good was he against Liverpool? Liverpool is brilliant. Good, he looks like he could be a bit of a player. I mean, he, he, Even though he wants to be at it. Arsenal. I've seen this thing that doesn't relate to you, you'll be older, but me and you will be 27 when Enzo Fernandez's contract runs out. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is wild. I just couldn't really get my head around eh, that. Sorry, what? Nine-year contract? Yeah. I think, that's, I think it ends in 2031. That's a Todd Bowley contract, that, isn't it? Maybe 26, 26, It's 27. just really to guarantee if he's going to move away, you're going to get... That's Bowley ball, that. That's an NFL contract, if I ever heard it's of it. absolutely wild, isn't it? That's giving him no... Like seeing his future, all in it. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, they, to be fair, I think they're, they're both really good investments. It's a lot of money, but and also the signed players like Joe Felix on loan. They paid about eighteen million for a six month loan. Yeah, and he got sent off within twenty minutes. <laughs> Been in yeah. the country all of what? Seems like that red card cost them about. I think it was like uh, three million, something like that. <laughs> I thought he was going to be like really good at Chelsea. Me, he did. Who Felix? Uh-huh. He was to be fair until he got sent off. That game he was really good, and they then he did some daft. Um. Also signed Nuni Madueke from PSV. Again, a bright young prospect. Uh, Badashile, who's looked very good since he's came in. Malo Augusto, I'm not going to say it much on. I haven't watched him. But they've had a very, very big transfer window. Uh, the biggest out of any club in the Premier League, biggest out of any club in Europe. Biggest out of all of Europe combined, nearly. Well, but, big, biggest in the Prem in terms of uh, money spent, but in terms players, of players, bought. players bought. <laughs> in terms of players brought in... Uh, Nottingham Forest A, B, C and D team I heard a stat and it's wherever you stand in the UK you're no further than like 10 metres from a sign and Nottingham Forest are <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30 players since the start of the season one of them being Kalor Navas and all, well, how many Champions Leagues? four? four times Champions League winner? I think so yeah Proving Nottingham Forest I know like in the grand scheme of things, they're a big club who have won Champions Leagues, but like they've just came up from the Championship. It was like when uh, Cesar signed for QPR. It's just a mad transfer. Who Cesar, yeah. it's Chris it. Wood, Jack Colbach, Kaelon Amos. <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? it it's a career one signing I mean, I've ever seen. I th- Steve Cooper's probably just sat there in his office, just like with a dartboard, just going, <laughs> "Are we?" Maybe, maybe, maybe Steve Cooper's been playing career mode. The pull in the bottom half of the Premier League is oh, yeah, ridiculous. That just shows you how that's, we have the biggest league in the world. I, I, think, I, I think we're a bit of a super league now. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, yeah, another team. Michael Bournemouth, B. Jordan. Bournemouth with a lot of uh, good pull. Signed some good young players this window. It's, it's just it's wild. Some of the players. I mean, look at Leeds as well. The United the States. The United States of Leeds. <laughs> You've got... Uh, Tyler Adams and the sign Weston McKenney again. Weston McKenney playing for Juventus and they've just signed him on loan with an option to buy. Like, he's a baller. It's crazy. Like Very good player. But they have gotten rid of the best player in Trophy Gellhart, but we've already mentioned him, so we won't do it anymore. <laughs> and Spurs longed after Pedro Porro finally got that deal done on deadline day. Um, again, a player I haven't watched much I of. I, I don't seen, know much about him, so I'm not going to Seen a few scouting videos, stuff like that. It looks like he could uh, be a good answer to their problems. Jorginho Right Personally came out the blue for me Right I know this is divided opinion Personally I like it I like it I, I, I think he's a very overrated player mate. I, I'm with him That he is overrated But I do think this could be A, a very clever signing The way I feel about it right Is He's coming in He's not going to start He's a backup for party Right mm-hmm. What is his job Is to orchestrate a player Dictate the tempo And he's elite at it he is elite at that. Um, so I think he can come in for party. You know, they're going to be playing Thursday, Sunday. Uh, sorry, not Thursday anymore. Tuesday slash Wednesday, Sunday. Um, they, they're going to... Party can't play all those games. It's, he, he cannot. But um, I, I also think that they'll have to change the game when he's on the pitch. And possibly. They've been playing this game that's been working so well and they'll have to change just for one player because he's too slow. But I think... And he's a pen merchant. He's got runners around him. He might not need as much as Party has got the legs and it goes well with Jacques Renegard. If Jorginho plays with Jacques Renegard, the legs are around him. Like he also he only needs to dictate the player. 
But he does take penalties, stupid. <laughs> but he scores them quite often. He didn't in the final against uh, England. Yeah, you know, when it matters. <laughs> you know, Will he be, who's on penalties? Right? Oh, Saka. Saka. Because uh, don't think he take them off, anyway. Let's uh, not. Uh, but I, I personally think it's he's twelve million. I don't really get why Chelsea have sold him to Arsenal. Really, I think they they did that knowing they were going to get Enzo Fernandez. But I personally like it could that. Could turn sign. out to be a very, I very personally good just. Sign. I don't have an agenda against Jorginho, but I, he's a very dislikable player. He's opinion. not one you'd like. You like watching, is he? Like he, he he's not pretty, but I, I do. I Where did he finish in the Ballon d'Or again? I think third. He third at one. How point. did he? Get, that is absolutely how he get astonishing. If he wasn't Italian, and if he's, if he's English, there's no way he's getting. If he wasn't in those two teams because of the, the silverware, if those teams didn't win anything, do you think he's come third in the Ballon d'Or? And if he was English. But I think he was a big reason in the winning stuff. I think he played a big role in it. No, I totally disagree. I thought he was brilliant. I totally disagree. That year where Chelsea went and they won the Champions League under Tuchel. He was good, but he, he wasn't... Was brilliant. He wasn't podium good. I'm not going to sit here and say he was top three in the world now, but he was very, no, but very I, good. No, what I'm saying is, if he was, like, and Dom said, if he's not Italian, is he getting in that top three? Nah. And I think he lives off it, but not lives off it because he was, name's he was, George. got himself up there. Well, don't know him, but if like, he's George from Doxford Park. Uh-huh. He's not. He's not coming. I get that. Him. Yeah, I get it. But I don't know. I think I think it's a smart sign, and I think he's a very brave. No, it's a smart sign. Just right now, and his signings, um, because there's very few that haven't paid off at the moment. Right. I mean, it's just the track record of um, Chelsea to Arsenal. It's very um, mixed. Flop it? central, but. Um, you know, some problems the, the odd ones do pay off. Yeah. But uh, I was in the other direction, so no, yeah, that went the other way. a player that was meant to be going to Arsenal, uh, Moises Quiero. Caicedo. Caicedo. How have you said? What's your opinion on that? That was a long gone saga, wasn't it? Um I'm not sure. I don't I don't agree with trying to force sell all the club, obviously he made that instant. No, I I'm just I know this is a lot of money in the grand scheme of things, but like he's on three K away at Brighton. Supposedly. We can't confirm that, but Supposedly he is, yeah. That's what they reckon. They reckon he's on three K a week at Brighton, and he's <laughs> crazy. Got, isn't and it? he's got an option to go on the team, top of the league, going to get Champions League next year. I totally understand. Like, even though Brighton's playing well at the minute, I totally understand why him as a player one would want to do that. Yeah, oh, I get it. Course. I get it. But uh, that's the thing. That's all part and parcel of Brighton's model, isn't it? Sign players are cheap as chips, and he could have gone for a hundred million there. I mean, China Chelsea were after him. Liverpool supposedly won them as well, but they simply don't have the funds. Brighton, um, most profitable profitable club in the Premier League over the last de- over the last decade. Is that like fact? That's a fact. Yeah, I'm not shocked at that at all. I mean, some of the players, um, they sold Trossard in this window for thirty million, which I think is a steal. I mean, he had six months. Yeah, I six totally mo- agree. Six months after his contract. Um, was it doing steal for Arsenal or no for Brighton? Brighton well, yeah, yeah, how yeah. You've got, like, yeah, I agree. If he's got like two years left in his contract, or something. 30 mils, like, why have you sold him for that cheap? But because he's got six months left, you're getting 30 mil for that six months. Six so. months left, 28-year-old, and Matoma's already come in and replaced him. Mm. It's, it's unreal, isn't it? And set the world away. Brilliant business for me. Um, as much as Trossard is a very good player and has been good for Arsenal since he came in, I think it was a good move. So Brighton are always active in the transfer window. They always will be. Um, I said, I can't honestly can't remember his name, forgive me. They signed another player for about 5.5 million, I think it was from Ukraine. From Sweden. Sweden. Yeah, that's the one. Young lad from Sweden. Swedish yeah. lad. Two years, he'll set the Premier League alight. 
Just wait. <laughs> no one's ever. Bad prediction. Know, but he just will. <laughs> you, you can just guarantee it. You can guarantee it with Brighton, though, can't you? But uh, I think Caicedo will be off in the summer, almost definitely. But imagine that. It'd be an awkward, awkward day when he comes back into training. Another uh, sign. I don't know if we touched up on it last week, but uh, Anthony Gordon, Newcastle. Interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. What do you think? 45 million, 78 appearances for Everton, seven goals. The thing is, I don't rate Gordon as a footballer. And I got to stick for this purely because who I support. Yeah. I don't rate him at all. I'm against you there. I, I, think, oh, he's, no, he's got, I think he's good. Uh, he's got talent. I mean, but it's uh, he's very inconsistent. Like I respect people like who do. I just, it's just a personal preference. I don't rate him as a footballer. I just think, what's his goal return? Uh, 78 appearances, I think. Seven goals. You've got to look at the vast majority of that was sub appearances of a kid, though. A 78, Jack. It's still not great. 78. That's like Leon DiGiacomo type of stuff. But I think you can look at his goal record, but look at him as a player. I do think he's a good player. He's played 71 games. No, if you watch him, he is a good player. Don't get us wrong, but like, you need that goal return. No, if you, you, if do. you want to be playing up there and if you want to get... Which, which he clearly couldn't do while he was there, even though there was If you're going to pay that amount on. of money as well, you've got to be getting a goal return. I know, you, you need to make things happen. I, I think Eddie Howe will get the best out of him, though. Like oh no! He probably like will. I was, I was about that. to say I hope he does, but I absolutely do not want that to happen. Yeah. But like he probably will. Probably will. Eddie Howe's a great manager, and he's a very he's a big big talent. But it's just a case of can he get it out of him? Because he is a bit of a, uh, a personality. Let's let's see. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be fine. I, I think, think it's a great right. move for him coming out of the absolute shambles which is Everton at the moment mm-hmm. and going into like a team with the definition of cloud nine. It's a great bit of business for him, but I feel like Everton got a lot, lot more than... I know Everton, for all they've been they've horrific this season, absolutely finished. everything, the financially, on the pitch, they've done fantastically getting rid of him for £50 million, £45 million. They've Absolutely. However, wines, they can do what they want, get rid of him for £50 million, but if they go and make zero signings in the same window, that's poor. What time did Sean Dyche leave in Tram again on deadline day? I think about 9 o'clock, something <laughs> like that. But, like, this is what I don't understand. As much as you might not rate Gordon, either way, they've gone in that window. They've come out the window worse off than they went into it, regardless. Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, I think with Sean, Sean Dyche, better managing than Frank Lampard, by the way. I think yeah, Frank Lampard lives off the fact he's a Chelsea legend. That's why he got that job, and that's why he got the Everton job. Of course, he was going to do okay. I didn't got sorry. Of course, he was going to do okay with uh, Chelsea. Get them like the Champions League quarterfinal or whatever. That's why he got the Everton job because he had good players at Chelsea and at Derby. His signings were good, but that's not just down to him. I think Sean Dyche is such a better manager than Frank Lampard. He's got experience oh, and he knows how to. I know he got sacked last season, but like he gets out of relegation scraps, builds teams up. There's talent in that team. If you actually look, at them, they've got like the likes of producer uh, Garnagier. Is he still Garnagier? Oh no, no. You know what I mean. There's talent in that team. They've got enough to steal up a hundred thousand percent. Yeah, they've got they've got the tools to steal. And I think Sean Dyche is the man. Either Sean Dyche or Sam Allardyce. They need that type of manager. Get them out of this rut and then build up. The clubs just run the car though. It is really really financially yes. Do you reckon they'll steal? No, I don't either. I do. I don't. No, I see where you come from. Like they've got the tools to steal. They've got the tools and they've got the right man for the job. Like when Sam Allardyce came to Sunderland, I know someone going to stop talking about Sunderland so much, but <laughs> when Sam Allardyce came to Sunderland, even though 
the club was in an absolute state off the pitch. He fixed things on the pitch, and then obviously England took them. But he fixed things on the pitch for that uh, latter part of the season, and it was looking good because he was the right man for the job. And I think Sean Dyche is the right man for the job with good enough players. Well, in fairness, the big Sam, like big Sam, came in about October. Sean Dyche got four months to get his system into these players, get them wanting to play, to sort the injuries out, and I, but keep them up. These players are professional footballers. They know, like Sean Dyche's game isn't very. Um, let's see distinct everyone knows it yeah. yeah everyone knows how to do it but that's a good thing because like they'll know how to do it straight away and it's like it's 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 just simple football you do the simple things right with these with these good players they're going to be okay and I think they'll stay up I just Fair think enough. they're too far deep now but uh, we'll just have to see really is there I think looking at them like they didn't bring a striker in they're desperate for a striker Calvert-Lewin was injured Mope is rubbish let's be honest well they've got Ella Sims <laughs> the, the who, uh, who won the bleep test by the way did he him and Beg Godfrey <laughs> they, they won it what a boy but uh, I just I, can't, I, don't, I have no hope for them at all I like Sean Dyche yeah. I really really like Sean Dyche but I've got no hope at all I think I think they're done for me me too well we'll come back to this at the end of the season and see who's right Spark. okay so to finish today's podcast we are going to do our little prediction section which is going to come a regular part of the podcast with their Premier League predictions any predictions that are over the weekend. So a quick fire for this weekend's Premier League lineup tonight. Our first game is a very, very not local to us, but a local derby. Chelsea Fulham. I think it's two of the closest stadiums it together is, in aye, football. That's what that's here. Um and somehow one of the most one sided rivalries ever. Yeah. And very um let's say it's not very hostile. No. It's not very hostile. They're a lovely rivalry. bunch, uh Fulham fans, because they're actually Aren't any? <laughs> like, and there's a neutral end, which is absolutely is. crazy yeah. to me. Absolutely, there's one mental. thing I forgot to mention because me and Jack went to Fulham when we were through on goal. Their fans would stand up, like as if they were through on goal. I like, can't lie, know. I do that. No, but you know when like, like, they're on like, goal and they're like, "Go on, go on," they were doing that. No, yeah. mine's more. Like, mine's more like a, a panic. And they were no, doing it like when they were forty yards from goal, weren't they? Yeah. On their own attack, like. And like every fan like had a half and half scarf on, and they were all like it was proper sad. like, ch- like Kensington. It's like posh, posh London. So everyone's got <laughs> no their, offense like, to any Fulham fans, but uh, yeah, it's strange. I do like Fulham as a team. They've got like I what they're doing. You know those proper like London quiffs, the, uh-huh. the long coat and the hoodie. Like every lad looked got like the that. Six Nations on in here, lads. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, that kind of London. <laughs> right. So let's do a quick fire prediction. Let's have a scoreline. Chelsea Fulham. 2-1 Chelsea I'm going to go one all. one nil Chelsea I'm going to go with Everton Arsenal Everton No Arsenal 1-1 <laughs> <laughs> one, one, No 1-1 one, one. Do you reckon Never back the early kick off Never back the early kick off 1-1 one, 2-1 one. One, Arsenal 3-0 Arsenal They'll <laughs> just wipe the floor with them They oh, make every They make every difficult away day Look easy make, Look easy this season So yeah I'm going to go quite easy Another you wouldn't call it a derby, but they're relatively local. Villa Leicester. Uh, 2 0 Villa. Uh, Leicester are really dual win, aren't they? But Villa are playing well. 2 2. I'm going to go 2 1 to oh, the Villa. Two, oh. two. Uh, next one Brentford Southampton. Brentford 1 0. No, 2 1 win. Brentford. I'm going to say 2 1 and all. I'm going to go ones each draw. 
I fancy I think Southampton are starting to just pick it up a little bit and uh, Brentford sometimes have their little games like that uh, South Coast Derby Brighton Bournemouth Brighton will win that easily uh, 3-0 3-0 I'm going to go 2-0 Brighton I'm going to go 2-1 Brighton 2-1 close again I think Bournemouth might just we need, they need time for new, Bournemouth's new signs to bed in but if they come into that game you I could, think they'll could nick a goal but they won't but they could possibly nick a goal yeah I could wouldn't be shocked at that. Um, United Palace. I've got uh, United win on my last man standing for my Sunday team, so I'm going to have to bat them. I'm going to say 3 0. Like I said, against Reading, boring 3 0 at home for United. Right, fair enough. Who's at home? United. That Old Trafford. Say Palace love a trip to Old Trafford. Do they? Aye. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, they've won a couple of times over the past Aye. few years, actually. Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, 2-0 United they're very out of form Palace recently yeah but, uh, that's the one thing that's swaying us and United the force at the minute I'm going to go 3-1 United I do think Palace will knit a goal maybe from uh, one of the new boys but go 3-1 Palace 5.30 kick off on the Saturday Wolves Liverpool Wolves that was a horrible horrible place to go I'm going to go with Desmond 2-2 uh, Liverpool have to. I said this last week when you said Brighton would win. I remember seeing Liverpool would win, but I think they've got to stop the rot eventually. So I'm going to go with Liverpool win. I'm going to go one. You're going to keep saying this every week. Yeah, until the win. And I'm going to go two nil. Two nil Liverpool. Two nil. Everyone will think that oh Liverpool's back, and then they'll lose next week. I think one one. I think Wolves are always a difficult place to go. And I think they'll make it difficult with them. Um, the Wolves' squad on paper, by the way, is ridiculous. I think maybe Lopetegui. So had a they bit of time to get his system into the players. 1-1. One, one. Yeah. And they've got... Uh, he hasn't performed so well this season, but, you know, Matthias Nunes. Yeah. It's my best mate, who I live, like, next door to. It's his um, step... No, it's his uncle's stepson. <laughs> Hi. Wow. Hi. That is fascinating. Uh-huh. What a player as hell, by the way. He's, yeah, he's, if, you, if you get him played honestly if I, I haven't actually watched him but he, like, him, he hasn't no. set the world like, like, no, not necessarily. Me thought he it's would. a Nunes thing follows them all on Instagram as well that's about it that's brilliant Go on, shout out to you good story <laughs> uh, next up like 2 o'clock on the Sunday got them lot from up the road against West Ham United I think it's a comfortable Newcastle win 3-0 Newcastle I'm going to say 2-0 Newcastle I don't think there's any problem. Newcastle have to drop off a bit sometime soon. I don't think it's again. They're on such a high. I no. don't. I don't think it's one 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 one. Interesting. Are you saying that with your heart? No, I just think like they've got to drop off eventually. They'll still find a way not to lose. Mm. Oh, but seeing that, I can't see my, uh, West Ham scoring. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like. Right now. I'm going to go nil-nil, you know. I'm going to go nil-nil. Interesting. They've had a few nil-nils, to be fair, this season. So They t- keep clean sheets. Fair play to them. And I think... Ah, but you think of the, yeah, the teams they've drew are like... They're not exactly Leeds, are they? Leeds are so much better team. And West Ham. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because they drew with Leeds. Oh, sorry, yeah. It's just yeah. so much a better team than West Ham, mm. I think. To be fair, they have drew like Palace Bournemouth this season, but yeah. yeah. I, I still fancy them. I oh, fancy nil-nil. I think this will be an interesting game. Forest Leeds. Ooh. Ooh. Do you think Kilo Navas will start? No. No, I think Dino will still be in there. Yeah. I reckon it'll be a high-scoring game. 
I'm going to go 3 2 to Leeds. Leeds, interesting. Tell you what, now you've said that, I can say like a proper Premier League classic. Classic Barclays. Do you know when, like, when Swansea played Palace a few years ago, it was like 5 4 or mm-hmm. something? I could say one of them. I'd probably say a proper high score. It should be like a 0 0 now. But like. <laughs> Go on then, I'll say it. What did you say? 3 2. I'm going to go 3 all. 3 all, wow. <laughs> I just finished 0 0. No, Only ball draw for the weekend. <laughs> Not as high score, but Leeds love a few goals. I think. Forest if they get good I'm going to go 2-2 two, two. not as high scoring but right I'm going to call so that's it. pretty much nailed on the fact that they're going to draw 0-0 nil, nil, nil. Nil. <laughs> I'm going to call this one earlier right? Spurs City 1-0 Spurs every single time every Spurs single time Spurs are at home against City is 1-0 nah, that's a good point you know. I'm going do you know what I've seen to it earlier hmm. City are yet to score at Tottenham's new stadium are they going to be wild has Harlem played there yet <laughs> very good point has Harlem played there yet <laughs> <laughs> no I'm going. Um, gonna go for two-one Spurs. I think Haaland will score. Three-one Sitter. But I think Spurs will still get the job. They just always seem to struggle to break them down. I know. I don't know what they always do struggle against Spurs, but they beat them last time, didn't they? Beat them four-two last time. Four-two nil down. And I just, th- I just think. It was only did Haaland score in the last match he played? No, against Arsenal. No, he didn't, did he? No. So because he hasn't scored every game of the season, he'll. Like you'll get like a hat trick or something because you'd be angry that he didn't score against Arsenal. Yeah, he got a hat trick the game before, I think, against was it Wolves. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go three-one City. Harland to score. I'm gonna go one-nil Spurs and uh, Sonny. I'm gonna think Sonny. He loves a goal in this game, man. He, he loves does. playing against City. I'm gonna go one-nil Spurs. Sparksunderland.com. And that concludes uh, another episode of the Onion Bag. And I hope you've all enjoyed the weekend of football ahead. I've been Jack Ostwick. Thank you everyone for listening. I have been Liam Caffrey. And I've been Dom Aberdeen. See you later. <laughs> Two up. Spark on 107 FM, on your smart speaker and online at sparksunderland.com. <laughs>